Hello, football world. This is the fourth quarter football podcast presented by Joey Buttfumble, Dan, and myself, Justin, a.k.a. Only Real Takes. Today's episode will be covering week 13, starting always with our studs and duds. After that, Dan will lead us in to our matchups of the week. Yep. Following that, we will have our top five rankings. Finishing off with Joey's butt fumble of the week. As always, folks, we are going to be leading off this podcast with our old reliable segment, Stud and Dud of the Week. This, uh, we'll do the typical snake order, in which case we'll start off, go around the table, and then come back the way we came. Yeah. So, Daniel, why don't, we, why don't you start us off today? Yeah, I'm going to start with my stud. I have two of them, but combined, they're one. They are one. They're on the same team. It's Gardner Minshew and Dallas Go- Godair. Dallas Godair. Dallas Goatair. Godair. Because he's a goat. Godair. Rudy Gobert. Yes. But uh, Gardner Minshew came and replaced Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts this game on the Eagles. And he threw 25 passes, completing 20 of them for 242 yards and two touchdowns and a win. Also, Dallas Godair, his tight end, had six receptions for 105 yard, and those two touchdowns that Minshew threw were both to him. Yeah, I know uh, he also Insane. Minshew had a perfect passer rating for the first half, which mm-hmm. people were going wild over, and he had that video of him celebrating with, with his, his dad, with his father. I'll say I'll shout out one of our friends who listened to the first two episodes and. I'm sure you guys can guess and dropped off. He came downstairs while we were watching the game, and uh, he, he saw Gardner Minshew, and he was like, he's the coolest football player in the league. He's like, he's so cool. Uh, I'm sure that was you guys a good impression. can guess who. But uh, I have – I, I, I added another stud also. These are two receivers yeah. on uh, – at least one of them's on a bottom-tier team. The other one I don't think is good, but the record's good. The first one is T. Higgins of the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, even though they lost, T. Higgins was really one of the only shining pieces this game because Burrow just was very sloppy. We'll get into that later, but Higgins had nine receptions, 138 yards, and a touchdown. A couple really good grabs if you watched him, too. He's a freak athlete on that team. And number two, I have Elijah Moore, receiver for the New York Jets. He's a rookie this year. There was a lot of hype for him preseason, and he's starting to ball out he, the past four weeks now in a row. He's had great games. This one, six receptions, 77 yards, and touchdown. Even in a loss, he's by far, he controls, like, at least a third of their targets every week, 12 targets. He's had 10-plus, I think, in the last three games, so great game for him. Oh, yeah. Joseph. My stud this week is none other. Nut utter. Nut utter. None utter. And Jared Goff. For the Detroit Lions, absolutely carrying the team to the first victory of the season, just coming in there and beating their divisional matchup in the Vikings, taking advantage of that weakened defense, threw for three touchdowns, ran for one with about 300 passing yards, So, and a game-sealing touchdown, I might add. So that was a pretty exciting game for Jared Goff. Probably the best one he's had in about two years, and uh, he did very well. So moving on to my dutter, uh-huh. I have the Bills rushing game on Monday Night Football. You know, during those cold weather games, you really need to step up. They did not. They just absolutely got shut down all game. Their leading rusher was Josh Allen with 39 yards, and Devin Singletary, Zach Moss. Get it together, dudes. You're my duds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That game last night was wild. We'll get there. But that oh, was yeah. definitely just the Bills. That was This was the one game where they had to run the ball, and they just they never could. But Second yeah. worst rushing attack in football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dud is the Ravens offensive line. Uh, the past couple weeks, they've been awful. 
and specifically this week, they allowed seven sacks total and just pressures all game long. Lamar looked flustered all games, all game long. Very, very rough outing for them, at least in pass protection. And even this year, their run game has not been what it usually is either. So got to step up there for sure. Yes. Absolutely. Daniel. Absolutely. Yeah. My dud is not a player that I would call a stud in any case. Besides if he passes, runs, and catches all in one game. That's Taysom Hill for the New Orleans Saints. That is basically what he's known for. He can do anything on the football field besides pretty much throw the football. Yes. Yeah. He had had, uh, 41 attempts this game, which is kind of crazy for a player I wouldn't really consider a quarterback. Yeah. I would say some receivers on teams can throw better than him. But um, Agreed. he was 19 for 41 and four interceptions against the Cowboys on Thursday and a loss. Saints just falling apart without Jameis and without Alvin. That's for sure. Hey, good stutter-dutter, boys. Hey. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Going into our first game this past week, week 13 of the NFL season. We had the Cowboys playing the Saints on Thursday night football. We had Dak Prescott versus Taysom Hill. My dud this week. Taysom Hill, four interceptions. That was basically the overview of this game. Cowboys defense capitalizing on the uh, the injured Saints offense and Dak getting help from his weapons, which he has plenty of on offense. Getting a pretty, a pretty easy dub against the Saints. Um... Tony Pollard really showed out. Dak throwing a touchdown. Taysom Hill throwing four interceptions. Joe. So, you know, Dan Quinn yeah. was the play caller. Kind of, what is it? What was his official yeah. title, Justin? You had that one under wraps. I don't last remember time. exactly. I just know basically it was sub just for head coach, Coach McCarthy. <laughs> you know, refused a little bit of an ego. To, yeah. Went out to the uh, he refused club the to night admit before. that he wasn't the head coach for a game, and I'm yeah. sure we all know why. Regardless, Dan Quinn coming in, leading the Cowboys to a victory, probably the best managed clock that they've had all year for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. The Saints just are kind of falling apart without their stars on offense, which was kind of predictable. But something I wanted to shout out this week was the Dallas Cowboys defense forcing four turnovers, which is just absolutely insane. Um, Tony Pollard, I mean, he had a good game, but it was really just like one big run that ripped off for a touchdown, which is impressive, but it's not. Like, he didn't dominate all game. I think the score actually reflects – a little bit more of a gap than there actually was during the game. Because um, mm. the Saints, I don't know, they scored a couple of touchdowns pretty easily. Um, That's true. Both of them. And they were definitely in it for a lot of the game. But, you know, it didn't end that way. And Dallas came out with the win. C.D. Lamb going off as well. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of playmakers showed up in this one, and that's what it, it was really just Dallas's defense dominated, and that's Dan Quinn's influence right there. As like he a really, Parsons. He's yeah. led that defense to be very good as a unit. They have some playmakers on it, obviously Parsons, Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs led up a get touchdown. All those turnovers. Trayvon Diggs but he also is got an like literally stats-wise, outside of interceptions, he's the worst corner in the league this year, <laughs> like literally. But interceptions are so important, especially just turnovers yeah. are huge. So that's big. But Dallas's playmakers on the offensive side, really their run game didn't even do – like you said, there was that one long run. But yep. outside of that, it was – they chucked it up a couple times to Michael Gallup, who had that one great snag yeah. for that mm-hmm. first touchdown in the game. Oh, yeah. That was an electric moment. Mm. Uh, they had a couple other big plays. CD obviously looked great all game. And uh, – Doing it without Amari Cooper too is big for them. I know he played that game. He did, but he's, he's still he's not. Still, he's not yeah. there yet. When Amari Cooper really hasn't been a hundred percent this year for a while, but it's uh, if all three are healthy for the playoffs, mm. that'll be a very scary offense Definitely. to face against. And they do have if their a lot defense of is there. Yeah, it's just as a unit. I think McCarthy's the one thing that stands out in my eyes that's mm. holding them back right now. Yeah. Um got to shout out Taysen. Like I said, he's not like the best passer, but he did run for 101 yards. He did have game. a great run game. On 11 carries. And then also 
Lil Jordan Humphrey for the yeah. Saints getting their first Lil score. Lil Jordan. Great name. That is. That's got to go that's, onto our names yep. list right mm-hmm. there. Names Lil list. Jordan Humphrey. All right, wait. Can we actually, like, at the end of the year, make a names list? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, we'll do our awards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll okay. have our awards. We'll have Lil, and then Lil we'll Jordan do, Humphrey. We'll go through all of the, like, honorable mentions yeah. of the names. Mo Alley. Yeah. Yep, Mo Alley. Mm-hmm. Mo Alley. Donovan Peoples. Murphy Bunting. Sean Murphy. Uh, I think the thing is with the hyphenated game, names, we have to combine it into one. Like, take out the hyphen in it. Yeah. So it's Mo Alley. Mo Alley. Well, it would be no, Allie, it, Cox. Allie Cox. Allie Cox. Allie Cox. Allie Cox. Allie Cox. Allie Cox. Well, Mo is his first name. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's yeah. it's all one. It's, it's all one, one oh, okay. name. We have Sorry, to find. We have to get their uh, middle names too. Yeah. We yeah. Have to oh, get their that's government we'll, we'll names. We'll get their full yeah. government. <laughs> well, <laughs> full government. Their government names are probably not the names yeah, they go by in the NFL. Definitely. Yeah. Like Decarius Metcalf. Yes. Or John Smith. Yeah. John Smith. Our favorite we'll call wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be good. Yeah. Cedric. Yeah. Lamb. Ha ha Clinton Dix. That's just that's a just a game. We, we, we're <laughs> missing him on the or the Packers. That's yeah, we sure. are. That's so true. <laughs> anyway. Chill. Lead us into our next what game. What do you Joseph? got? Our next game, pulling it up right now. Is the Buccaneers and the Falcons. We have the Super Bowl rematch between Tom Brady and Matt Ryan. It all yep. went is according to plan, my plan at least, which was that Tom Brady threw four touchdowns, won the game for the Buccaneers. Rob Gronkowski is back again. He's back again for the second week in a row, just putting up yeah. great numbers. And Matt Ryan honestly didn't have a bad game. They just It didn't seem like they could do anything in the red zone, which really held them back. And uh, Cordero being their top rusher, Russell Gage had a good game, you but did, yeah. just not enough to beat the Buccaneers, who consistently no. beat up on bad teams. Yeah, definitely. Except for the football team. Football team's good. That's 4-0. True. That's true. The uh, Bucks. it literally, in this one, it looked like they weren't trying. It looked like, at least in the first half especially, they were just letting Brady throw every play just yeah. to kind of prove that he can. Because I think if they wanted to, they could have <laughs> ended this game in the first quarter and just start running the clock out. Like, literally, yeah. Brady even, he made one mistake, and it was at the end of the half where he threw that interception Big right six. at the end zone, which if they were trying in this one, that's not something that would happen. Mm-hmm. But it was mm-hmm. definitely the Bucks are just right now so good that they're at the point where they could do that to a lot of teams in the NFL right now. But I think to beat them, you have to make them get cocky almost a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Too. And that's how you beat any, like, good team is make them get a little bit overconfident, you know. But – uh I think Brady, one thing I'll propose, I think he's the clear MVP front runner yeah. right now. He has thrown an interception in like every game this year. <laughs> he's so also he's throwing yeah. at by far like the highest rate of his career. Yeah. And well, he's also on pace for fifty touchdowns. But him and Gronk are also on the way for um breaking the record of um most touchdowns between yeah. like a duo. Combined. Yeah. It, so. It's just it's crazy to see him do it this old and at least I think yeah. the MVP, I'd rather see it go to a player that, like, hasn't gone it before, yeah. but that's not how the league works. I mm-hmm. think if I had to bet on it, I'd bet on Brady right now. Yeah. Or at oh, least yeah. I'd Definitely. bet if what I think the most likely the league will give it to him. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tom Brady threw 51 passes this game. Yeah. Nuts. Ridiculous. 38 of them completed. Although he had the interception, he's prone to have a few interceptions here or there, and that's how teams could probably attack him, but... He's gonna score three to three touchdowns to every one interception, basically, and that's how his games have gone. Um, crazy amount of touchdowns this year, crazy amount in passing. Well, it's still not top in passing yards, but he doesn't he doesn't need to be. No, they have Fournette. Yeah, because he's top in my consistent heart. Oh, every too. game. And um, Falcons somehow are five and seven, but we all knew they weren't gonna win this. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I, I could get us into our next game. Yeah. This yeah. one wasn't super exciting, but the one team in it is just, I think right now Good. they're by far the most dominant team in the league, and it's the Arizona Cardinals against the Chicago Bears. And this is one game where I thought it could have been a trap for the Cardinals because mm-hmm. they've been so dominant going into a cold environment. We haven't seen Kyler, at least while they've been this good, how he would play in it. He looked great coming off injury. He looks as fresh as ever. I, it was almost like they gate, they rested him for the playoffs already. 
The question is how much will they utilize him, I think, in Hopkins up until the playoffs. But right now the Cardinals are in the entire NFL. I'd say they're the team to beat as a whole. But just very impressive win. Never, Bears never really stood a chance. Again, though, it's kind of like early in the season for the Bears. David Montgomery still looking pretty good right now. I know for him he still did. Like, they're still able to run the ball decently well. It's just that's about all they have right now. Is they also have Jaheim Grant. Yeah. Who, they, went, who went for 62 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. That's not bad, but you know what I mean. They they don't as a whole their passing game. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Shouting him out. Yeah, no. Shout out Jaheim. I respect that. But overall, Cardinals dub. Oh yeah, we got to see James Conner game. Definitely. Yeah, yet again. Absolutely massive. Yet again. The Steelers are the problem, not James Conner. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just funny that when people leave, they do well. No. Um, the, that's de- if we had to make a point of emphasis for that we've had on the year. That's something that we've said since, since like week three. Oh yeah, James Conner doesn't he, need no steals. He's having a ridiculous season. Yes, for sir. Very good run game. Daniel. Oh yeah. Well, and he was effective in the passing game too, he which was, was that just huge breakout whole, touchdown. He's mm-hmm. very dominant this year. Daniel, what were your thoughts on the game? Yeah. Um, it shows how good the Cardinals are with Kyler coming back. I think they did the right thing sitting him for that long. They're still ten and two. He was out for three or four games, I think. Right, I think three games. Three games. Colt and McCoy then, went two and yeah, one, and then yeah. got got his bye, timed it perfectly, and now he's back. Yes, DeAndre Hopkins always back. Well. Scored first, first, uh, first score of the game. Uh, looking great for the Cardinals overall. Defense looks good. Offense yeah. looks good, and this was a good game and a good win against a somewhat scary Bears team, but not much offensive threat for sure. Which I think their defense excelled on. Yeah. Um. But still, Andy Dalton, kind of rough, another four-interception game for a quarterback this week. Yeah. Never want that to happen. But, uh, yeah, like you guys said, James Conner really showing off his true colors yeah. in Arizona. Definitely. Well, Daniel, yeah. you, why don't you lead us into our next game then, eh? Yeah, this was a game that we were all looking forward to, I believe. A lot of hype. Yeah, two, of, two teams that we've been watching a lot this season – and two teams I don't, as AFC, as an AFC North and a Cleveland Browns fan, I don't mind either of these teams, even the Bengals in our own division. Yeah. They're it's fun an, teams yeah. to watch, for sure. Both young talent, two top 10, no, top 14 quarterbacks. Yeah. I'd Joe? say potential-wise. Maybe not right now. Joe Burrow. Yeah, no, Justin Herbert for sure. Yeah. I'd say even top ten. I, I think Burrow's but on Burrow, pace for it this season. We'll see. Outside yeah. of the yeah. I need to I need to look there. at the numbers, but off yeah. of the top of my head, that, that yeah. sounds just... a little generous. Okay, we'll we'll do our rankings and all our awards yeah. at the end of the season. Yeah, we'll get it there. We'll oh, do yeah. our uh, yeah whatever. But um, Herbert, great game by him. Uh, oh yeah. Eckler, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. We know they're all stars. Well, we don't know if Mike Williams is. Maybe it's just yeah. Justin Herbert feeding him. He, he just has but, like, uh, some ridiculous gameplay potential. Yeah. Keenan Allen really showed up. Two touchdowns. Um, also threw a pass yeah. to Herbert for the two-point conversion. Oh, yeah. But this was huge for the Chargers. It was. We were, this. we were nervous about their defense this game. I remember talking about it with our predictions. But putting up 41 points, that's what you have to do. Yeah, and then shutting down the Bengals to only twenty-two. I think that anything under twenty-five, the yeah. Chargers probably could have won that. I well, agree. I'll say, uh, watching the game, I think a lot of it was the Bengals kind of beat themselves in the case yes. of turnovers, and it was just football. At the end of the day, a lot of it can be. There's a lot of things that can cause a team to win, but turnovers. Whoever wins the turnover battle, that's one of the main factors of who usually wins a game, at least in this case. Whereas if they didn't turn over the ball, they weren't playing bad but it was just they never got a chance to get hot until late until they were already down over two scores which at that point it's very difficult to win a football game playing from under most of the game they're not going to be able to get their run going joe mixon never had an opportunity to really get going like he had early in the season so that's definitely the one thing with burrow i think is he struggles sometimes he tries to do too much he wants to be that lsu playmaker that he was famous for in college and a lot of young quarterbacks do that where they were so good in college. It's those Heisman winners on those where they feel the need to do that. And it's like sometimes you just sit down, calm down, trust the system that you're in, 
And I think the Bengals will be really good, their offense, at least once they can figure it out. They're a young team that makes mistakes, but both of these teams are really young. I think the Chargers were just the better coach team in this one. They're able to capitalize on all of those turnovers. I agree. I mean, in Burrow alone, having three turnovers, two interceptions, and a fumble lost. Joe Mixon had a fumble lost. Yeah. It was just when you're playmakers on offense who are supposed to be like your solid playmakers are making that many mistakes in a game. Um, you're just, it's not going to look good for you for the rest of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they fed Joe Mixon this game, 19 carries. That's more than any single yeah. player on the, that, that's uh, above average. Yeah. For yeah. Sure, in terms and, of the NFL. Oh yeah. Um, but chargers coming through with the win. You guys mentioned all the people I wanted to mention on there. And I think the most impressive for me thing for me throughout this game was the Chargers defense kind of stepping up. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, causing yes. those turnovers and kind of taking advantage of a a, a mistaken yeah. Bengals offense. I, I know one thing I wanted to bring up this episode, because looking at it, is the NFL, is it's not stagnant. It changes. Each team changes so much. And defenses that were awful at the beginning of the season can turn around at any point because it's a week-to-week game. Sometimes it just takes one game to get hot. I mean, I think we sort of saw that with the Browns early in the season as Browns fans. We saw our defense week one to right now as a whole, as a unit. We've gotten a lot better. And a lot of teams that happens to, some get worse, some get better. But the good teams really improve. And I think the Chargers still have an opportunity to make a run at the playoffs. It's going to be hard for them to win their division against the Chiefs right now. But they could definitely, with how open the AFC is, they could definitely make a run at that wild card spot for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why don't you lead us in? I agree. Joseph, eh? Me? Yeah, you. I appreciate uh, you guys giving me the honors. But we have... Divisional matchup here. The greatest game the, of all time. The greatest game of the week of yes. all time. Of all time. Game of the year, I'd say. Greatest NFL sure. game of all time. I, have... I'd put that in right up there with the first original Super Bowls. This is the most important thing in NFL history. Mm-hmm. I agree. The Lions have finally done it. They are no longer winless this Justin year. Justin can celebrate. I was so satisfied seeing that one. That's Justin's been waiting for that all I have, season. I just that's been pent up. Yeah, I needed to release it. Joe, go ahead. Oh yeah, I mean that was beautiful. If you guys can't see, I have a single tear running down my face because of how beautiful this moment is for Justin. <laughs> Kirk Cl- Cousins is not clutch. I just tried to alliterate there clerk cousin is not clutch i did like that um alliteration well it's not all the same clutch thank you kirk cousins is not clutch (laughs) 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 there for everyone at home who is worried about me i'm not having a show just had a stroke (laughs) um but yeah jared goff the highlight of this game (laughs) Honestly, Kirk Cousins even outplayed him, yeah. but Jared Goff is just – he has the ice in his veins. Kirk Cousins yeah, is is a cheese. <laughs> a cheese. <laughs> He's just a piece of rotten cheese exactly. where, you know, sometimes cheese gets better as yeah. it ages, and Kirk but Cousins – But Kirk Cousins does not. Week no. to week, it depends on whether he was put in the fridge or left out overnight. No, he was definitely left out He overnight. was left out for this game for sure. No, but – um. Not having Dalvin Cook, Alexander Mattinson stepped up. Justin Jefferson had a huge game. The big problem was just the Vikings defense, which actually has been pretty good this year, but they're missing a lot of players on defense. Lots of injuries, lots going on, and everyone is left to wonder what what's wrong with what's wrong with the Vikings? How did they how did they lead up let the Lions get their first win of the season? Their head coach. Yeah, I talked about this last I don't want to say I predicted this game because I didn't. I said you the did. Vikings would win, but I said I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions won this. I yeah. said the Lions might have a chance of winning this game, and it's only because of what Minnesota has done all season mm-hmm. with their way to find ga- how to like how, lose How do games. you lose a game yeah. that you clearly should yeah. win? And we see that with the Falcons. They're basically like the Falcons last season. Yeah. They're good. T- well, I mean, Falcons are I, I would say the Vikings are better than the Falcons. Oh, for sure. Player-wise and whatever. But just the way that they can, they just let games slip out of their hands. And they had so they had so many chances to win. They should have came back and won. They 
the Lions did what the Vikings should have done. Yeah. And that um, the Vikings went down, kicked a field goal, went up by four. Yeah, I think it was they were up four yeah. before that touchdown. So the Lions had to score. And you get them on a fourth and ten or a fourth and goal maybe on their own, like, 15. I can't remember where they were with the ball. Yeah, they were in the red zone. Though. Yeah, they were in the red zone, but it was a, a hard play to convert just to get yeah, a touchdown out of, and we know what happened. Yep. Who scored, Justin? Who scored that last touchdown? I actually, I don't. can I guess here? Yeah. Amonra? Yeah, exactly. Their best it has player. to be Amonra. Yeah. They, they actually have a couple playmakers on that team, which is funny. Jamal. But... I think it's just give Malik. this team some time to Khalif. grow. They're yeah, going great. they're going undefeated Khalif. if they get some time. Raymond. But yeah, I definitely yeah. think as Joey implied, the Vikings as a whole, Kirk Cousins is having a great season. Their receiving core looks good. Their run game isn't bad. It's just as a unit, they're not there. And that definitely goes on the coaching and mm-hmm. their leadership. Joe, thoughts on the game? No, I agree. It's fun to see Detroit winning. Um, Dan Campbell, obviously very emotional after the game, dedicating the game ball to Oxford, the community with uh, the school shooting. So that was pretty impactful. Yeah. Yeah, Dan Campbell, he's definitely – I think if there's one thing to say on him is that he knows how to work a crowd very, very well. Oh, I'm watching it right uh, now. And he's he just has – he has one word. He he has has passion. The thing is that's something that – a head coach needs to have because they need to have a motivated team, motivate and a locker room. We're saying that with the with the Lions won yes. this game, and like I forgot to mention, the Vikings. Yeah, their head coach. Yep, Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer is old the man. Mike. Opposite yes, of Dan Campbell. I, polar opposite. I I don't know if Mike Zimmer and Justin Jefferson like speak the same language. No. Not at They're all. just totally I, I different like, people. I feel like Mike Zimmer just watches what happens in the mm. locker room and then just like shakes his head. And he's like, <laughs> oh, they're doing the gritty and, again. <laughs> Kirk, what what the hell are you doing that little dance for? Well, what's, yeah. that, what's that gritty? I think he's he's there because him oh, and Kirk might get along. Mike Zimmer, yeah. In he he gets in along probably today. with the owners really well. But I feel yeah. like as a head coach, you need to be able to work well with your players and the owners yeah. and as a whole Zimmer just has not got it done enough no, for them no, to no, be no. able to fully win you yeah. know in his entire and they could be there. a really good team this season they can oh, yeah. be. I think this is especially I think they have to fire him after this season in my opinion mm-hmm. I agree Same Jared Goff's girlfriend oh my goodness oh, yeah. Thank Joe you for wanted to bring this up I forgot about that Joe is really that's excited all I wanted to say that. that's, that's all, all I to wanted say. to say look it up on your Jared own Jared Goff's girlfriend in what I'm assuming is L.A.? Yeah. yeah. She probably yep. has her own apartment. She does. Oh, yeah. You, you could tell. But, uh, she was like, the funniest thing is that she wasn't like at the game. No. no. She just posted or a video. Or even anywhere in Detroit. Why would she go yeah. to Detroit? No. I, I think she was a model, and she was doing a photo shoot outside, and somebody pulled up the video of the game-winning touchdown, yeah. and she was like, she will go oh to gosh. games in California and yes. Arizona. And I think that's it. If I was in her shoes, Maybe Texas. I would do the same right now. If my Vegas, too. Yeah. 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 She'll go to Anything games in Vegas. west of... Yes. West, west of, of Wyoming. Detroit. West of... Anywhere, actually, yeah. she'll go to any game that's not that's in she, yeah, she'll, Detroit. She'll go to New York, Every too. single away yeah. game. Yeah. And Florida. Every Just single away game in South Carolina. Anywhere and, surrounding Detroit. And Carolina. Anywhere she can take I, bikini photos. I'm sure photos. she's a very nice person. Nowhere right. 600 miles near, near the Great Lake. I, yeah. I don't believe her there, but... <laughs> she said Rust Belt? Nah. Dan liked that one. was giving Yo! All right, but... Rust Belt. It was a great nah. moment for Jared Goff. Yeah, it was. Sure, Shane he got the sloppy toppy when he got home. <laughs> yeah, he, the slopper toppers. The slopper toppers. <laughs> but uh, next game, <laughs> you guys don't mind. Justin, do it again. Do it again. I didn't. I'll hear do it when you're time. not expecting it. I didn't. <laughs> but I will do it again. I did it earlier this episode too, and sell, or I did it right before this game actually. There but you go. All right. The well, next we, game. Yeah, this one, this is one we don't have to spend a ton of time on because it was the uh, Mike Glennon versus what? Tua matchup. Yeah. I want to spend all my time on the Mike Glennon game. The Dolphins kept up their hot play in this one. They're one of the hottest teams in the league right now, which is kind of untalked about right now. They faced easily, I'd say, top three longest necks in the entire league. No, and I was going to say the Giants actually have two out of the 
top yeah. three longest Daniel necks Jones in the game. Daniel Jones has a ridiculously long neck yes. as well, too. And if people are underrating Daniel Jones's neck. They we need to get a we need to get an official measurement by the NFL on yeah. on his neck size. I agree, but he also has the girth, which is not something you can say about sure. Mike Glennon. He he has those those traps. <laughs> he he has the traps. Whereas well, <laughs> he has the thickum neck. Oh, yeah. well, that's <laughs> Mike the, your Glennon. traps are the thick part of your oh yeah neck. Mike Glennon has zero. It's just neck. it's just neck. It's just neck. That's it's it. just neck. But. Guy looks like a the microphone just, stand. As a whole this year, they've <laughs> never been able to keep up Guy with many teams. Like it. They they kind of yeah. they shock teams here and there, but as a whole, they're just. I think we could call them a bad team oh, very yeah. easily at this point. But it was just the better team won. The Dolphins are getting caught. Jalen Waddle is one of the hottest players in the league right now. He's, he's also very good at football right now he too. Is. <laughs> he, he's a rookie that is showing out. He is showing out. Two is actually since. That Ravens game, Tua has been very good for them. So I'll give Tua the credit he deserves. He's turned things around. This Dolphins team has turned things around enough to make a playoff run. Probably we'll not, but Probably. they could. Yeah. The, the wild card is wide open. You never know. Yeah. You never know. With their division, most likely not. It depends on their schedule for the rest of the year. Because yeah. I know a lot of people in the AFC have tough ones. For the there, there, there is. There's a lot of divisional matchups for everybody right now. Uh, I do know they play the Bills twice already. Uh, I, th- I don't know if they play the Patriots. I think they only played the Patriots once. They might not On even On the final game yet. of the season, it's in Miami, right? Yeah. That's always <laughs> – they always do that. But it, right now, just that game, yeah, not much versus the versus mm-hmm. uh, the Patriots. Dan, what were your thoughts on this one? I mean, I think Saquon either needs to retire mm-hmm. and think about a I'd different okay career yep. I think or what would... go to a different team. No, he should just – Show off his quads at a private show for the like, yeah. tour. I, I think tour if, if Northeastern America, the only thing that'll save him is if he denounces the entire school of Penn State University. Yes, yes. that would be the mm-hmm. only yeah. thing that, that could is the save poison. His career. See, that's the thing is when and you go to a uh, no. that school just has bad mojo. It was a bad omen that he mm. came from Penn State. It is nothing good can come it's from Penn just, State. It's it's hard to see it. You know, I hate saying it. I hate seeing it, but. It's sometimes the truth hurts, you know. Yeah, Joey, what were your thoughts on this game? Um, well, it happened. Yeah, <laughs> and two very mediocre teams played each other. Yeah, they did. And Miami won. One of them won. Yes, Miami's defense has looked great, though. Something yeah. I wanted to shout out for sure. Um, because I, been as much as them. I do want to fault Mike Glennon, because it's totally on him and just the Giants front office. And their head coaching staff and every just Everybody. the Giants. The, the Giants. Um, you know, injuring Kadarius Tony too, and like I just want to blame everything. I just want to blame everything on the Giants. So the yeah, Giants Joker. lost themselves, and the Dolphins played a good game. Yeah, Justin's just got to listen to his young Joker real quick. Yes, sir. <laughs> but um, hey. yeah, not much to talk about this game. Mike no. Clannon. Dan, you could lead us in Mike our next Clannon. game. Our next game. Divisional matchup for Joe. Oh yeah. But this divisional matchup, a little different. It was a thirty-one to nothing shutout. The Colts are now seven and six. Got over that five hundred hump. And the Texans are now two and ten. One of those wins is against the Bills. We this is back to back neck games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because is. Tyron got injured. Davis, Davis Mills, Mills coming in. Davis Mills Davis gets his Mills. gets his time to shine again. Rookie and number one. Goes fifty percent for yeah. 49 yards seriously but this game we knew what was going to happen most likely the Colts defense has been looking really good this year same with Jonathan Taylor Carson Wentz is like good but like is he that good to win him a playoff game yeah. we'll have to see that's for sure uh, Michael Pittman also good but um yeah this was all Colts the entire game it's and the scoreboard yeah. reflects that yeah exactly yeah, I think the Colts like watching Hard Ox and everything. It's it. I I hate to say it, but I'm calling it right now. They're gonna lose to the Patriots and Cardinals when they play them. I think in the next mm-hmm. two weeks, even if they split with them. Yeah, I actually think they're going to make the playoffs. But this is like setting them up for failure because they're a really fun team to watch, and they do look like they're on a roll. But they're also doing so well that eventually they're gonna need to get waking up. 
So I hope they make the playoffs. Wake but me up I, I think they they might be Say able to shock that. either the Patriots or the Cardinals. But outside of that, it's, I, yeah. I know it's eventually coming. They're going to get heartbroken soon. But I really like the team. Jonathan Taylor, I think he is the best running back in the league right now, at least this season. He looks I, – I saw it in a podcast I listened to earlier today, but it's like – I like this comparison. He looks like watching young Adrian Peterson, where he could just, at the running back position, he could do it all. He's a freak athlete, just power, speed. He has every single thing you want in a running back. The agility, the cuts he makes, everything you want. He He's it. He's the uh, football equivalent of Ariana Grande. What? Eh. The song Positions. <laughs> that's, that's Jonathan Taylor on the football yeah. field, because he can do it all. And he's shown it in every single week that he's on the field. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Joe why had said to bring that, up Joe. an Ariana Grande. Right? I know. I, I, respect I did. It. I'm I sorry. It. <laughs> I'm like actually a, no. I'm not sorry. I'm stands. not sorry. No, go ahead. Um, I. But I Carson Wentz, it. yeah, playing good enough to get the win. Honestly, this is another game where it's all on Houston. Yeah. Um, because they just had to like compete somewhat in this game and they didn't um and they kind of just reflected their two and ten their two and ten record mm-hmm. so far so i mean tyron taylor getting injured kind of just the epitome of how the texans have gone this yeah. year yeah it's yeah. happened like three times now yeah yeah it is their veterans just can't keep it together yeah uh, any other comments this one joe i think we did skip a game we did. No, Joe, you're good, bro. Joe, you could lead us into this no, one. No, I appreciated have, having both neck games back-to-back. In yeah, the no, that was that makes the episode exactly. much better. you got to have neck-to-neck oh, action. Yeah. But now we have a close territory game. The Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Jets facing off in the, in the Meadowlands, <coughs> MetLife Stadium. <coughs> Gardner Minshew. Minshew Mania is back. Exciting, all over social media. Him and his father celebrating after the game. Very emotional. Very happy for Eagles fans and NFL fans alike. But Zach Wilson actually did not have a bad game. I think no. it was probably the best no, game he, of his yeah, career. He so He's game. picking it up. He he for at least stats wise, he had yeah. a very good game considering how he started out the season. Again, the NFL's a week to thing, week to week thing. Especially these young guys, they grow. And I actually, I really like the way Solo has been leading this team. And he's gotten them as a whole. A lot of those young guys have started to play earlier, play well earlier than I expected. Oh, yeah. Um, and one of the things that helped Gardner Minshew step in on that side of the ball, on the Eagles, was their run game. Yeah, They've been relying on it all year. We've got Kenneth Gainwell running for a touchdown. And, of course, Miles Sanders just running all over the New York Jets defense, 120 yards total. Uh, the Jets just couldn't say the same. They're, they had a decent run game this uh, week, but couldn't keep up with that Philadelphia run game, which has been also impressive thus far. Yeah, that's for sure. I'd like you sp- shouted out that run game, and I'll always do it, but you got to dedicate that to the system and also their O-line. O-line. I knew you were going to say that, Justin. I since, left it for you. Thank you. Since the beginning of the season uh, – that was one thing that stood out to me is their O-line wasn't there in that week one win, and their offensive line and their defensive line has improved a ton. So I don't think they're going to be able to go on a run to win the NFC East, but it's going to be very close between them and Washington to the get the NFC East to try to get a uh, wild card to fight for it for sure. Yeah, yeah on the I actual agree. game, uh, it – didn't really. It wasn't really super important for either side. It was definitely when the I, the Jets aren't really fighting for a playoff spot right now. This was a must win for the Eagles for mm-hmm. them to stay in contention. Oh yeah, but and they kicked a bunch of field goals. They did. They they yeah. did what they had to do to win. Sometimes, even though it's not exciting, still win at the end of the day is what matters. Points Statue on the board. Wasn't there for Jalen Hurts to. He didn't need to do much, but he still got the job done. He played the quarterback role well. Uh, Garner Minshew. Garner Minshew, my my yeah, mistake. You're all right. He played. They look very similar. He so was I a very yeah, efficient. He they're basically twins. You mm-hmm. know that facial hair. It really does it for me. Mm-hmm. Their style, but Garner played in a, the most efficient game possible, and I think that's one thing that shows the Eagles as a whole are a pretty well coached team. Whenever you can have your backup come in, yes, obviously got to give credit to Gardner, but they have a good system rolling right now. Yeah, I agree. The Eagles. 
are getting there. They're six and seven. They are. They're in the NFC, so that gives them a better chance of making those playoffs. Oh yeah. But a uh, big win for them without their star, and maybe a future star for the Eagles. We may, you know, you never know. We do know about those backup quarterbacks in Philadelphia mm-hmm. finishing out the season yeah. with a hot streak. Maybe the Eagles win the Super Bowl oh, with yeah, Gardner. Well, I mean, he was able to overcome early adversity in this game. They were down seven to twelve at the end of the first quarter, so. Gardner Minshew really yeah. just pulled them right back in. Comeback king. Comeback oh, yeah. king. They're yeah. down by five whole points. Yeah, they were. Oh, yeah. A lot of heck, hecticness in this. I can lead us into the next yeah. game. I don't think there's a lot to go off of on that one. We're moving into now the early evening slate once it gets to be the 4 p.m. Eastern time, 425 games. First one I have is the Washington football Let's team go. at the Las Vegas Raiders. This one actually turned out to be a close game. Yeah. Both of these teams are fighting to try to scrape into the wild card right now. And the football team pulled it off yet again with their defense and their run game. Heineke played an efficient game yet again. He got the job done, got him into scoring position, where they able to get that game-winning drive to end the game. It was back and forth close. This one in the yeah. end, a lot of those low-scoring games – it always gets really good at the end of the fourth quarter, as in shout-out to the Joey. What, what's our podcast? Fourth quarter football. Most important time of the game, the fourth quarter. Everybody puts your fours up for a reason, and it's because that's when at the end of the day, that's when at the end of the day, you get your wins, you get your losses, and the football team's been doing that. They're one of the – Riverboat Ron's mm-hmm. one of the best coaches in the league. We know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're starting to turn things around at the right time. They they could also fight for a wild card spot. I don't think – earlier in the season I would have said if the Henry yeah. Ruggs thing didn't happen, I would say that the Raiders could do it. But with how many teams are fighting for the wild card, I just really can't see it happening yeah. right now. Yeah, the Raiders are, are – on the slope down while the football team is right up there with everyone else on their way up 4-0 in their last four games and uh one of those wins being against the Buccaneers but those NFC East games are hard they're rowdy we know yeah, they, they are. are and uh those teams produced some uh some hard-working players and I think that's oh, yeah that's what happened Logan um, Thomas was back for an all-exciting yeah. two weeks, and, and now he's injured again. Out yeah. for honestly, this looks like it is could be a career ender for Logan mm. Thomas because he is an older tight end. Uh, end of the season, ACL torn ACL. Mm. I believe he's twenty-eight or twenty-nine, but very it's rough. At least in football years, he's older oh, on yeah. the older side, so it's a rough injury to have happen he's most likely not going to be able to come back healthy until the 2023 season at least to be fully healthy depending on his recovery time he is 30 accounting for his age yes 30 years old so at that time he'll be 32 years old so very rough to see because he had a big role in that offense this year when the games he played he had a great touchdown in the game too so i appreciate you bringing that up but shout out logan thomas i hope it's not the end of his career because he has a he really broke out last year for the first time in his career so Hopefully it's not over yet. Yeah. But rough to see. That's the game of football oh, right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Well, and if we want to talk about injured and depleted, like pass catchers, we got to talk about the Vegas Raiders. That's for sure. Because Darren Waller's not in. Mm-hmm. We all know what happened to Rugs. Mm-hmm. They have just struggled, other than Renfro, to yeah. find someone to pass the ball to. Yeah. Renfro and, has been their key. And that's kind of been. I mean, it's showed in the game. Story of the Raiders season, basically. Uh, It's It's hard. Literally and figuratively, they've had a lot of injuries on them. Oh, yeah. The other thing that I'll mention injury-wise, I don't know if you guys saw, is uh, Raiders running back Kenyon Drake. Oh, yeah, his his ankles. And did you see the tweet he put out there basically calling out uh, something that a lot of NFL players have gotten away with where it's really it's after the tackle's made, after the whistle's blown, they'll do a little gator roll and kind of put all their weight on to their ankles, which that's the easiest way you could tear somebody's ACL or tear something mm. in their knees or their or ankles. break their ankles. Or break it, but mm-hmm. usually it's the tears that will uh, do it for the NFL players. So I, I agree with that for sure. It was a rough injury to see. His season is done, and I think mm. that that's, might be the last final blow to the Raiders' season right yeah. now. Yeah. Daniel, any other thoughts on this game? No, tough game. Good win for the, the Washington. Yeah. Oh yeah! I want to see them make a run. They're exciting right now. Uh, they they actually uh, 
they're not exciting in terms of score, but they're exciting in terms of yeah. a, a good team. Yeah. A good team. Je- or Daniel. Mm-hmm. Putting up W's left and You're right. You're up, here. sir. Why don't you uh, lead us into this one? Yeah. Another, just a great game. Close one. Yeah. Yep. We got the Jag against the Ram. Rams win by 30 points, 37 to 7. Um, I forget Trevor Lawrence is in the NFL about every week <laughs> because yeah. I, I love that. Um, I think he should have just stayed at Clemson for like his yeah. whole football I career. Agree. Just if go to graduate school yeah. there. But um, anyway, the Jags are the Jags. The Rams are the Rams. They lost three straight going into this. They're back on top. They're eight and four. Right behind the Cardinals. Well, two games behind the Cardinals actually. Yeah. <laughs> In the NFC West, but um, just a ga- good game overall for the Rams. Just got to show off their offense. Um, Sony Michelle excelled this game. Yeah, he did. I saw a TikTok saying to pick him up. He was available in sixty-seven percent of leagues. Yeah, whoever Still. whoever made that was very smart. Justin, why don't you talk about your decision yeah, with Sony Michelle this week? So right before the game, it was so all week it was back and forth, and a couple days before the game, a report came out that I saw about. Nobody noticed in our league, at least, that it was Darrell Henderson was, even if he played, he wasn't supposed to have a big role. And then yeah. right before the game, I picked up Sony Michelle the day on Sunday because I saw that and I had him in my flex all day. And then right before mm. the game, it came out that Darrell Henderson was activated and he was supposed to have a decent role. Ended up not even giving a touch. And nope. Yeah. I ended up losing by, uh, if I would have kept in. Uh, Sony Michelle, I would have won. There's a lot of if ors or buts mm-hmm. in fantasy, but that that was rough. Dang. That yep. was rough. It was a close Joey, one between you and I, Justin. Dog, dog, I, I blame dog, it more dog, on dog. that Tony Pollard touchdown. Run. Like, <laughs> what are the that. odds? Yeah. This is like I the, loved this it. was Zeke's worst I game of the season. Uh, Tony Pollard's like he didn't even have that good. Of a game. He just had that one run. But oh my gosh, and Deontay Johnson one. not having like any points until like the second. Yeah, yes. I, I feel like that happens half. every that week. Has happened every. He just yeah. and when the Steelers need to make plays, they give. They'll get Deontay. a thirty-yard <clears throat> catch. And I then went maybe to, a touchdown. I went here, and took a nap at halftime, mm-hmm. or right after halftime in the Steelers um, Ravens game at like nine p.m. It was like nine thirty. It was like six thirty. But oh, wait, no. I was thinking <laughs> it was yeah, Sunday it was night. 425 spot. Um, but I went. I took a nap, and I woke up to the final play of that game. Who, who woke you up? Justin. Uh-huh. Justin Ooh. woke me up. He was very excited. He was filming a TikTok. Everyone go watch it. Well, actually, it was an Instagram I did film a TikTok, but how I woke you up, I was like, Joey, Joey, Deontay put up like 30 points. He did. You're that was the first thing I heard when I woke up was, Joey, Deontay just Joey went off. Joey was like, you're joking. And I was like, no, no you're a cat. Like, he had like five points in the first half. <laughs> he, he had like yeah. three points yeah. in the first half. And I was like, yeah, I'm losing to Justin, blah, 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 blah. Deontay went off, woke up, was winning the game. Super hype about it. Thank you, Deontay. We were talking about the Rams game mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. one point. Yeah, we were. Um, <laughs> but honestly, we there's, yeah, there's not a lot to. to say. I just wanted to shout out Matt Stafford's toughness, kind of getting rattled um, just mm. before the half, coming back in, showing Against no a, a tough Jags. Team. Oh yeah, <laughs> very hard for him to do emotionally yeah. and physically. So shout him out. Uh, for coming back and it's still looking great. Yes, that's for not sure. Not a lot of quarterbacks. Can v- do veterans. That. It's good to see a veteran quarterback, and that separates the the good from the great for sure. Uh, not again. Not much on that one. It was sloppy, even though the score was big. Neither side really did anything that was very important. I'd say, uh, Daniel, or actually, I think Joe. Yeah. you're up. I think Dan led us into I that did. game. Joe, why don't you lead us into our Ravens Steelers? We've got matchup. a divisional matchup. We were just talking about this game. Yeah, I did fall asleep for the second half, <laughs> so all of the exciting parts of this game I fell asleep for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, waking up for that final pass, that was Lamar Jackson and completing sick. it to Mark, Mark Andrews. Andrews. Yeah, he definitely blamed it on Mark Andrews after the game. Okay. Um, you saw him on the sidelines just yelling and being yeah, all upset. He was very upset. And uh, Lamar just honestly has not been looking great. Yeah. The uh, Ravens defense is also getting very beat up. They just mm-hmm. lost Marlon Humphrey now. And um, it's just not looking good for the Ravens. They've not been kind of un- underperforming. Uh, and, you know, offensively, it's all Lamar. So as soon as he has a bad game, it's very hard for them to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Ravens, for sure. I'll definitely say, like, looking at the outside, I would not be shocked if they don't 
end up winning the division like we expected now that we have all these divisional matchups coming up and they're only a game and a half above everybody at the most. So it's definitely a very close division right now. This is Ben's last time supposedly facing Baltimore in Pittsburgh. So that was for him. That was a big win for them for the Steelers. Big numbers. The Steelers still can sneak into the playoffs, but they have to win their next two games against the Titans and Vikings to be able to secure that for sure. If they can get that, that'll be their their win. But the game itself, mm-hmm. it was a pretty exciting game. It was close all game. It was one of those famous Steelers Ravens matchups. Famous AFC North matchup. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot like the uh Browns Ravens game. Very physical. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and they were going at it all night. Um kind of what we expected, but um neither team could really get things going on, on offense until the very end for the Steelers, of course, with uh Deontay like you guys mentioned, but Najee Harris having 71 yards, but on 21 carries. So, they fed we, him we a lot. See, yeah, we see the Ravens' defense still doing their thing. They're still a scary defense. You don't want to face them, but definitely banged up, missing plenty of players on their team, but still just hanging on to that first. It was good that the Bengals lost for the Ravens. Now they're still 8-4. and four. And top of the division, but good win for the Steelers for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, next game, final uh, in that evening slot is the 49ers against the Seahawks. And the 49ers kind of fell apart without Debo. I think he really is yeah. their showtime player this year. He's been doing it all in the run and the pass game for them. They can't afford this loss, but this was a huge game definitely for Russ to be able to fight through that adversity and get a win for him. So I don't think this game is going to show the end of the season, how it's going to turn out, but definitely it was more the Seahawks have kind of historically, they have owned the 49ers Mm. in this era that they have been with Russ. But uh, you guys have any thoughts on this game? Oh, Kittle went off. Yeah, Kittle. Kittle had a great game. Absolutely. 181 Mm -hmm. yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely insane tight end stat line. Um, Russell Wilson overcoming his hand injury. Yeah, yeah, and for him might finally be like healed, you know. Yeah, possibly. With that break, know. they did make him. People throw say he rushed times. it. Yeah, he did. He he might be to the some people too can fight through pain long enough where eventually, if it's not going to get hurt worse, yeah. they can play through it. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> yeah, it really just shows how good Kittle is if he stays healthy. Yeah, it is. A hundred and. 81 yards as a as a good blocking tight end as well as a receiving tight end. Big. Very good game. But Seahawks, out of nowhere, came back. Oh, yeah. Won this game. Homer. Yes, what I was going to say. Homer. Homer on the fake punt right up the middle all that the way for a touchdown. Me. You see that happen, but it's usually a player that gets caught right yeah. after the – like barely makes that first down. But Homer, Homer. Homer. Got to love it right up the middle for a – 73-yard touchdown run. Yep. Wild. Daniel, why don't you take us into our Sunday night football game there, eh? Yes, SNF. Um, another Chiefs game. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, could have been any other game this week, probably besides the Rams game. Would have been more exciting than this. Uh, we got the Chiefs going right back where they were the past three seasons. Top of the AFC West, beating up on the Broncos. Broncos are now 0-12 in their last 12 games against the Chiefs. That's all Patrick Mahomes. Broncos are kind of falling apart with Teddy Bridgewater, just not able to do much. Two interceptions this game. Clyde back. And, yeah, Javante Williams. I was going to say, Javante had a great game Mm -hmm. without uh, Gordon Mm -hmm. in there. So, definitely huge game for the Chiefs again divisional wins matter right now a ton more than ever so big game for the Chiefs their O-line and their defense have turned it around this year and they're kind of they're showing out right now they're as a whole their team Joe well on this what this game kind of proved to me is that the Chiefs team is good enough without Mahomes being a superstar they've turned it around for sure yeah Mahomes as much as he's like the glue on offense he didn't have that great of a stat line no touchdowns a passing at least and an interception he did run for a touchdown but it just goes to show that you really don't have to put it on his back every game even though you probably should because he's that good of a player um 
other than that, yeah, he already shouted out Javante Williams, who had an awesome game. The uh, Clyde edwards Air being back was kind of huge for the Chiefs. Yeah, and they really just showed out in this um, divisional matchup. Tyron Matthew had a massive game. Like, yeah, he did. Like nine tackles. Like he, he had a couple huge hits, too. Oh, yeah. He's one of those hard-hitting safeties. Mm-hmm. Big impact on it. Oh, yeah. He had a great impact on the defense, and the defense was able to just kind of shut down the Broncos all game. So, good for them. Not a great Sunday night football watch. Yeah. No, definitely not. Still, a, I mean, I, divisional say, games are always good. Though. Yeah. For our Monday night football game, at least, it, it really splits the people who like the casual fans from the uh, – like hardcore football people and if you're like the hard school old school football fan you loved the monday night football game if you're more on the casual side or you just got into football to see like the high scoring exciting mahomes style sidearms games you probably didn't like this one because this was a rough weather game is it weird that i kind of like loved it yeah i I loved it this is i hated it i think if you're a big big you like the intangibles in football you like this one versus if you like the scoring and if you Mm -hmm. Like the superstars and all If you're big into the superstars, it's not an enjoyable one. But I really liked, especially this game got amazing in the fourth quarter. Those last couple drives were absolutely insane. Uh, This one, I said it beforehand, but the Patriots are the team to beat in the NFL right now, at least in the AFC. AFC, I think the Cardinals are as a whole. I think the Patriots are the AFC. They're locked it down as of right now. But uh, we got to see two of the best teams in the AFC, at least especially in their division, face off. Through it was like a tropical winter storm. Oh yeah, all in one with tropical. the wind. But nobody can I'd really say kick frozen all game. tundra storm. Yeah, I just meant tropical in terms of the wind factor, but gotcha. combined the with classification the classification of a storm. Yes, hmm. yes, yes. Meteorology. Yeah, Joe is our meteorologist. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's crazy cold outside game, right though. now. Wild, very important. Any other thoughts on this one, boys? Um, the Mac Jones passed three times all over social media. If you yeah. haven't seen. <laughs> but Josh Allen just not being clutched in the in the cold weather. Um, yeah. They really didn't change their game plan for the weather. They let Josh Allen yeah. throw it 30 Go, times. Goes on the coaching staff for sure. Exactly. Sean McDermott, what's happening? My dud this week, which was the Buffalo Bills rushing game, Josh Allen was their leading rusher with 39 yards. Devil, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss just not able to get the job done. Yeah. Matt Brieta being on um, – <laughs> The field, what, like three times? I, I think, no, he had one carry, and yeah. that carry, um, and one carry, and then one fumble. So yeah. he, he had two t- chances to get the ball in one of the times it, he fumbled. It definitely, I think that goes on to the coaching staff, the Bills, and it's what we saw all year. They don't have a run game. They cannot run the ball, and especially in a game where they had to, it shows out. I think in the playoffs, that's going to kill them. When you're in the AFC, you're going to be playing in cold environments. I, I can't see them making a playoff run right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Well, and Josh Allen, he even had a chance to win the game at the end. Or, yeah. Um, But he – all four downs, they just he, weren't he able was, to get anything And the one going. thing I, I think Patriot, that's Patriots credited defense. to the Pat- – yes. Yeah, they had just the, played so amazingly. Their pass rush was there. All game, their coverage was there. And it really – they're one of the best pass rush – just as a whole, as a unit, the Patriots are above average at everything, and they are not bad at anything. The one thing that I'll say – about the Patriots team and then I'll let Dan go is that they don't have the deep ball threat that they have had in the past but they also don't really need it when you're so good at running the ball and you run an efficient game and if you're more efficient than everybody else and you just dominate them defensively you don't need that deep ball Daniel thoughts on the game um the Patriots did exactly what I think they planned to do for sure run the ball you don't need to pass this game and the Bills are just the opposite. They can't run at yeah. all. All the Patriots needed was that big play by Damian Harris. Yeah. That I knew, I was like, yes. okay. As soon as that it's happened, over. you knew it was over. Uh, Tyler Bass also missing that kick. Just kind of that was huge. put it over the. Yeah. I was like, okay. Um, but this weather game, it's hard. It's hard to play these games. It's, Shout out Nick Folk. Yeah. Yeah. But you just sure. you have to you have to accommodate for this, and I know the Patriots can easily do that. Yeah. They have a great running running game. Their O line is good. Um, their defense is even better. Yeah. And you just shut down the pass. Don't don't let anything short. Basically, yeah. the Bills aren't going to be chucking it down the field, and that's what they did. Yeah. Um. That's I Patriots. 
Patriots are the good. Patriots. Bill, Patriots Bill Belichick yeah. definitely loved this one. Patriots. Oh yeah, he was smiling. He was laughing. This was definitely, after I think, it. an fu to uh, the Bills coaching staff and after last Brady. season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But hey, Tampa. any any other comments, boys? Let's move on. Yep. Number five, the Packers. Number four, the Chiefs. Number three, the Patriots. Number two, the Buccaneers. And number one, the Cardinals. <gasps> I will go next. Top five. Five, Chiefs. Four, Buccaneers. Three, Patriots. Two, Packers. One, Cardinals. Number five, Chief. Number f- number four, <laughs> Cowboy. Numbers are hard sometimes. Number three, Buccaneer. Number two, Packer. Number one, Cardinal. <gasps> Very similar top five. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite segment, Joey's Butt Fumble of the Week. In this week's episode of Joey's Butt Fumble of the Week, Joey's Buff Fumble of the Week will consist of a team. This team is the Minnesota Vikings. Losing to the Detroit Lions in Detroit. Need I say more? Actually, no. Let me say more. That is an embarrassing thing to have happen to a fan base. Mike Zimmer should apologize publicly. He should get himself publicly circumcised in apologies for what happened on Sunday. And he should never be allowed back in Minnesota ever again. Uh, that is the only explanation for what happened this past week. The Lions just taking advantage of everything that went wrong with the Vikings, which was a lot if you're losing to the Lions. You can't let Jared Goff be my stud and not be my butt fumble of the week. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Joey's Butt Fumble of the Week. This has been Joey's Butt Fumble of the Week, hosted by Joey Butt Fumble. We'll see you next week for Joey's Butt Fumble of the Week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Fourth Quarter Football Podcast. We had a great time giving you our reactions to this past week's slate of games. If you'd like to see more of our takes and some quality skits, check out our TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter pages, all at Fourth Quarter Football. And here we go, Brownie. Here we go. That was good, Jess.
high. 